there. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. Shan. I'm just gonna relax against this wall in your beanbag chair. In the pod loft. Okay, let's see. My eyeballs have been hurting. Yeah, I had I have to wear my glasses more than I really should because um we got LASIK and now I'm a little annoyed about it, frankly. You know what? I gladly will take the dry eye. Yeah. As long as I can wake up and look and see at the a clock. clock that is yep. less than a foot from my face and see the goddamn numbers. I know. I just feel like I need to have my LASIK touched up now. Well, yeah. Because it's been a while. When we literally... We did it at the beginning of time. ...thought we saw a skunk hiking the other day and turned okay. out to be a burned piece of wood. Mm-mm, don't drag me into that skunk. shit. That skunk. was you saying, is that a skunk? Is that a, literally? Nah, bitch, that's a burnt tree. It was. I don't know what you're talking about. How close to it? it was, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was like it was like maybe 10 feet away. I can't even Good deal god. with you right now. No, I would not be able to give eyewitness <laughs> evidence, Shan. No shit. You'd be like, that At fucking all. skunk was just staring us down. <laughs> that skunk must have been rabid because it was not afraid of people. Bitch, yeah. that was a tree. Yeah, and then the big boulders that I thought could have been a bear and or bison and or a cow. It's fine. You cannot. No. You're not in charge of eyewitness testimony at Ever. All. Please do not no. make me. I can tell you I can't even tell you height because no. <laughs> I can't either because everybody seems taller than me. Same. I feel like you know, Same. whatever. Um, before we start yes. on your journey yes. of murder and or I survived or whatever the fuck you picked this week. Totes murder. Um, wow, going back to the dark. Yeah. Okay, welcome. Um, can we give a shout out to our number one podcast fan? Yes. Okay, so you know how Crystal yes. is our number one podcast fan? Yes. Because she has been from the beginning. I, just the best. And what I think is funny Because she's older than me. Is she between us in age? Yes. Okay. What I think is funny is we were never really in the same friend group. I was kind of in the same friend group as her younger brother, but um, we were never really in the same friend group. We would, like, say hi and stuff at church and whatnot. Let's also also preface it. We grew up in a very small town. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. She's one of the 1,500 people that we grew up with in town. So. (laughs) <laughs> 200 children we grew up with. Yeah. No, I don't even think there's Not, that many. There wasn't Whatever. that many. It's a small town. Um, I graduated with like 20 kids. 27. Yeah. yeah so For me. Um, but she was never in either one of our friend groups, really. Right. But she is our biggest fucking no, cheerleader. I know. I just love it. And I love her. Uh-huh. And now she told me um, she was on a road trip with her mom this weekend <laughs> to like go to a basketball game. <laughs> and she was it. like, so I'm... I'm making my mom listen to your podcast, too. And I was like, so welcome, Gail. Welcome to the cult. I love it. (laughs) That, it just made my day. I know. Every time she, 
she is so, she her and my friend that's currently stationed in uh in Germany. Yes. Um is like biggest cheerleaders ever. Yes. God bless them. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I also a, a ton of my little coworker friends um who I love to pieces have also just been nothing but supportive and just you know big time cheerleaders and I just makes my day. Yeah. Every time I go to work. Love, 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 love. And not, I mean, even when we're not at work. So it's just fun. I'm glad we're on this journey together, Shan. We love our 13 listeners. I, really? <laughs> you know what? We love them. 2022, we're, we're coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We took we'll like see. a two week break. So let's not we'll say see. we're coming in hot. I um, mean, we'll see how 2022 ends up. But so far, there's, we started it off with a nature hike, which can't be that. That's that's a good omen, right? It's true. I broke my tailbone, but that's whatever. That that's like a Tuesday. That was a mile and a half in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, a mile and a half of our eight mile hike. <laughs> Shanna um, unfortunately <laughs> takes a tumble. I'm just glad it wasn't off the cliffs. whole rock. Just a small rock? Yeah. Just a small rock. Yeah. But regardless, 2022 is a year of growth for the pod. Yes, let's, it is. Let's put that in the atmosphere. You know what? It's a year of growth not only for the pod, but for us as well. Ugh. We're going we're gonna to work on that, Shan. Do I have we're to gonna, grow as a person? We're going to manifest the shit Ugh. out of growth in 2022. Okay. Okay. I guess I'm on board with that. <clears throat> okay. Whatever. Love this. I love it so much. Okay. Well, let's get started. Okay, let's do it. On my murder. Is everything? Yeah. Looking good. Yeah, we're good. All right. I got, well, I got peaks and whatnot. Okay. Well, this is um, the story of the murder of Tammy Lee Moore. Okay. I don't know anything about that, so tell me more. Okay. So, majority of the, again, it's a 1985 murder. There was not a lot of... Um, information, uh, the majority of this story is coming to you from multiple Oklahoman. Um, the fucking daily Oklahoman uh, archives is like basically our Bible mm-hmm, at this point. Yep. And justia.law. Uh-huh, that's appeals court mm-hmm, transcripts. Yes. Yep. Yep. So got a ton from that as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, all right. Let's start May 7th. 1985. Okay. At around 10.15 in the a.m. Oh, okay. Carpenters working on a guest home in the upscale neighborhood of Heritage Hills. Oh, I love that area. It's gorgeous. Beautiful homes. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Noticed smoke coming out of the main residence. Okay. And called the fire department. Right? Shortly after the fire department was called... A man came running out of the house and asked them to call an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did mm-hmm. I already say that? No. Did I say part? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm on the right page. Are you okay? I'm okay. Did you have I, a stroke right maybe? there? Maybe. <laughs> Lately, it's not unlikely. <laughs> According to the reports, or two reports, the workers and the homeowner tried to extinguish the fire, uh-huh. but failed. 
So once the first responders arrived, they would enter the home and uh, and they would find the master suite engulfed in flames. Okay. And 25-year-old Tammy Lee Moore lying over the back of a sofa at the foot of the bed. She had suffered third-degree burns over 95% of her body. (sighs) Okay. She was, however, still alive. Jesus Christ. Okay. Initial reports from the, the those first responders, the fire department, they did notice obvious accelerant patterns near her body. Yeah, because how else do you catch on fire if you're a human body? Mm-hmm. Spontaneous combustion, Shan. Um, okay. It's real. Not righty. Okay. <clears throat> the home belonged to Rex and Tammy Moore. And she's 25. She's 25. Inherited chills. Queen. Hold on. Uh-oh. Wait, it gets worse. Okay. Initial reports from Mr. Moore was that he believed Tammy was trying to, com- uh, excuse me, commit suicide because Mm-mm. of their impending divorce. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Tammy was conscious mm-hmm. through the whole thing. Mm. I'm just Googling right now what is suicide by fire. Because there's a word for it. Oh, there is? Yeah. Go ahead, though. Okay. So, first responders immediately questioned her about the fire. Okay. Tammy? Yes. Because she's still alive. Yes. So, she's, like, conscious? She's conscious. Sweet Jesus. However, she was unable to speak due to burns on her vocal cords. So she was answering initial questions by nodding and shaking her head. Right. Okay. One of the questions she was asked was if she was trying to commit suicide, Uh to which she shook her head vigorously no. Which, by the way, by the way. Yes. Thank you, Google. Suicide by fire is called self-immolation. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Thank you for that. Yep. She was then asked if her husband had poured gasoline on her, and she nodded her head yes. Once Tammy's parents arrived, her mother, obviously trying to console her daughter, told Tammy, everything is going to be okay and not to worry. To which Tammy shook her head violently, no. (gasps) And when they asked what happened, she spelled out, Rex poured gas on me, and I wrapped in a blanket. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, she, at this point, was able to spell out words by drawing letters on the sheet. Yeah, yeah. I'm God. Can you imagine? Nope. Nope. It's that's one of those. That's one of those fear of dying type of scenario. No, I just can't. Death fears. No. As like someone who's had sunburns my entire life uh-huh. that are miserable, like the blistery, gross second degree sunburns. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine having actual deep tissue burns on your body right. and still trying to move in right. any sort of way. Right. 
I like to think because third degree has burnt past nerves, right? Or I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking about that. That's the hope. I but I I don't know. I don't know physiologically what Mm -hmm. that does. I'm just hoping they had her on so much fucking morphine that she was at least. Because I just can't. Right. Can't imagine. Right. Mm. So, when asked if the blanket was to put out the fire, she nodded yes. Okay. She also asked, where is Rex? When asked again about a suicide attempt, she would shake her head again violently, no. Investigators would soon ask uh, would soon question Tammy in the hospital when asked if she knew where she was and who she was. She would nod. Yes. Uh-huh. When asked if she knew what had happened to her, she would nod. Yes. When asked if Rex had hit her, she nodded and raised one finger. Just once. Just once. When asked if she knew who did this, uh-huh. she nodded. Yes. She was so alert that they let her write out a last will and testament. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Ew. Okay. They also, the nurses and doctors did go in and ask her if she was aware that more than likely she was not going to survive. Yeah, I mean. To which she nodded yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Oh, fucking barf, man. Mm -hmm. Shortly before she lost consciousness, she would let her family know she loved them by spelling out, I love all. (sighs) Unfortunately, 46 hours after being rushed to the hospital, Tammy would succumb to those injuries and pass away. Okay. God. Awful. Like, she held on for almost two days. She held on and gave, not even held on, gave them information. Yes. She was like, I I want to thank this woman. No, I do think this woman was a super strong woman because what, what she kind of had to deal with is just, it's not your nightmarishly awful childhood, young, young life, whatever. Uh-huh. But when I tell you what, you know, kind of her backstory, you're just going to be like, oh, my God. Okay. Vomit. Okay. The whole time I was like, this is disgusting. Okay. Okay. Let's rewind. Okay. About 11-ish years earlier. So, 74? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, summer of 74, Tammy Burge was in living in Aspen, Colorado. Oh. Okay. She's living my best life. I know. Okay. While vacationing in Aspen, Colorado, the Moore family, the Moore family, would hire 14-year-old Tammy Burge to watch the Moore family's two sons. Okay. While working for the Moore family. Please tell me Rex is one of the two sons and not the fucking dad. Rex Moore began having an affair with mm-hmm. 14-year-old Tammy. Mm-hmm. He okay. was 47. Again, oh, I just... Uh-huh. No. Okay. Again, this is taken from um, newspaper articles from 1985. Yeah. When 
you having a sexual relationship as a 47-year-old man with a 14-year-old was considered a sexual relationship. You're right, as a white male. Yes. Basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, as we know now, you are... A fucking pedophile. You are a pedophile. Yep. You are a disgusting piece of human trash. Yeah. Okay. But it's that Lolita fantasy, and it's like... It's disgusting. Yeah. It's But it's... That's what it is. Right. And some men just don't act on it. Right. Some men have morals. Yeah. Some some men have... have are good guys. Yeah. Yeah. God bless them. Ugh. Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Well, fell in love. Obviously a divorce from the first Mrs. Moore happened. Right? I would fucking hope so. Yeah. Uh, one of the articles even said that Rex went to Tammy's father told like ask for permission with his checkbook so he went to tammy's father with his checkbook it sounds like uh, maybe probably could have probably what happened i was i'm just like you again sign of the times this was yeah. 1976 when they got married yeah and so if you go to someone and say, I'm in love with your 15-year-old daughter and I want to marry her, I'll give her a good life. But okay. I'm damn near 50. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm whatever. I hope uh, to God that doesn't happen nowadays. It's disgusting. I'm sure it does, but that's a story for another day. Blech. Yeah. Okay. Tammy soon became the second Mrs. Moore. And... Rex Moore making a nice wage at the time in a certain energy sect here in Oklahoma <laughs> um, uh-huh. <laughs> was able to support her through high school, college, and drama school. Because she was still in high school. Still in high school. She was okay. basically a freshman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. couldn't get a driver's license. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. <sighs> gross. Okay, go ahead. She ended up, she was able to graduate high school. She was able to go on and graduate college, all while married to a much older man and giving birth to two children. <sighs> also, she worked at his company. <sighs> okay. <sighs> Just rich people, am I right? <laughs> Fucking rich people, man. It's it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. During her time, I want to say in college, because it doesn't really give a timeline. She she fell in love. She found and fell in love with acting. Loved it. Okay. Uh, She studied in Aspen. She studied at um, Oklahoma City University. Okay. And she studied in New York. So, obviously, he was able to. Yeah, he was able to finance all that. Sure. All that. Sure. In early 1985, so if you remember, this happened in May, her attack. Uh-huh. Earlier that year, she had become a part of Trooper's comedy group at Carpenter Square Theater. Oh, that's cute. Which Carpenter Square Theater is still in. Yeah. Still open and active today. She performed with the group at the Arts Festival. Oh. And had performed... A cabaret production at the theater in March and April of that year. Oh. And was set to play the leading role in To Kill a Mockingbird at the end of May. Actually, just 10 days before, or excuse me, 10 days after she was attacked. So she was kind of finding her own identity. 
K. Excuse me. You're just so good. You just know. (laughs) In an Oklahoman interview, one of her friends said she was beginning to become her own person and find herself. Another one of her friends said, I think she found a sense of freedom here with the troopers. (sighs) Yeah. Probably because she wasn't allowed to be a child. Well, she, yeah, she was a child bride. Uh Uh-huh. And by the time she's 25, she's already lived the life that we're at now at 40. Yes. You know? Yes. She's already lived that entire life. Yeah. She never got to be a kid. Oh. <sighs> anyway, this is probably what led to Tammy filing for divorce. Um, that and Rex accusing her of embezzling money from his company. Oh, for the love of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, interestingly enough, fun fact, a neighbor of the Moors after the arson incident Uh stated that just a couple of months prior to Tammy being attacked, Mm -hmm. the detached garage, a.k.a. the guest home the carpenters were working on, had been destroyed by arson. (gasps) <gasps> so that's why they were working on it. Mm-hmm. They were rebuilding it. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. So lots of arson happening for this. So is he? So, oh, I've I've got a lot of questions, but I'm going to let you finish first. I apologize. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to hijack your story. No, that's fine. She literally filed for divorce a week before she was attacked. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to that morning. Okay. Morning of May 7th, 1985, Rex would be seen by these carpenters leaving the house with the two children, only to return a short time later without them. Okay, so th- so also let me say this. He has two children from his previous marriage yes. that are then, at, by that point, they're like grown, right? right. Yeah. Grown-ish? Yes. And then he has two children with Tammy. Yes. Okay, and they're... Obviously, under they the were, age of 11. They were eight and five. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Not long after arriving home, after Rex got home, is when the carpenters would see smoke and call the fire department and then try to assist Rex in extinguishing that fire. Mm, that he lit, but that's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, investigation that went underway after Tammy was taken to the hospital. Uh And those initial responders were like, this is obvious accelerant happening here. Right. They would report that um, there were two areas in the bedroom suite where fuel was poured, as well as a gas can, still in the bedroom. He just left the gas can there? Yeah, but no, no, no. She tried to commit suicide, Shan. Oh. She was trying to kill herself. I, mm-hmm. okay, go ahead. Okay. One area, so this is a huge home in Heritage Hills. Yeah. One area was the sitting room that was off, that was adjacent to master bedroom, where a um, accelerant, the fuel pattern, and the gas can still were. Uh-huh. The gas can was found. This is where the most damage was caused. Okay. The other area was the bedroom 
where again, another fuel pattern was found at the foot of the bed. And in quotes, I'm quoting this, the bed was burned diagonally across the foot of the bed. So like in a diagonal like swash? Yes. Or like something was blocking part of the bed? Yes. What do you mean? So the burn was like they poured accelerant across the corner of it and set it on fire. Okay. Understood. Okay. The tub in the master bath was two-thirds of the way full and evidence of being used and a man's burned shirt or like cotton or material from a man's shirt uh-huh. was lying near the tub. But it was burned. But it was burned. Rex had been burned from the waist up. He had burns. Chest, stomach, arms. Okay. When questioned about the burns, Rex stated once he returned home, he had went to the bathroom and came out of the bathroom when he heard screaming, only to see Tammy running at him while on fire, and then he was trying to put out the blaze. He was trying to put her out. Bye. I don't know. He just said he was trying to put her out. It doesn't say. I was wondering if he was trying to use a half-full bathtub as being like, well, I waited 30 minutes for this bathtub to fill up, and then I was going to put her... Right. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I'm yeah. I'm curious no, about the was, bathtub. She was nowhere. My... So this is my guess, is she had filled the bathtub. Yeah, to take a bath, to because a bath her kids were out of the house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And hadn't gotten there yet. She was, like, nude, or in a dressing gown or something mm-hmm. like that, and, like, getting yes. ready to take a bath and start her day. Right. Because he took the kids to school or whatever. Yes. It sounds like. Yes. Okay. So, he was admitted to the hospital with his injuries. Ugh. Shortly after, though, um, being admitted to the hospital, he was being charged with arson and soon, a couple of days later, with first-degree murder. Yeah, after she finally Mm -hmm. went. Yeah. God. So there was evidence that the bathtub had been used probably by him because it was a shirt, like the burned material. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder, I have a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. A lot of questions. Do you want to ask one now before I start the trial stuff? Um, so him leaving to take the kids wherever Mm -hmm. to school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then coming back. Right. Is that like a regular thing for him? I didn't, didn't say. Because I'm wondering, because she filed for divorce a week prior. Right. So he obviously has been served by now, right? Yes. they. they he both, was aware. Mm-hmm, they were both aware. From the reports I saw, it seemed on paper to, amicable. Be, to be a very amicable one. Uh-huh. She was still going to stay employed at his company. Oof. Hashtag fuck that. Uh-huh. There was going to be joint custody of the children. Like, there was no... From the news article, there was nothing crazy in this... Uncivil. Yes. Yeah. In this okay. divorce decree. Um, the... Oh, what was it? So, it was filed... When she filed divorce, she filed as a state of complete and irreconcilable in Cape... Huh? Incapability, uh-huh. incompatibility. Oh, those, incompatibility. Those are both words. Yes. Okay. 
So, basically. She's just saying they're incompatible. He's, yeah. She's not saying he. Right. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. There was also, like, they interviewed neighbors and friends of the family. There was one family member that wished to remain anonymous Uh with the Oklahoman that said, he's been very successful. He's had his ups and his downs. And their big problem was the age difference. The age difference existed when she was 14, too, though. Uh And now that she's 25, it's a fucking problem. Is she too old for you now? Yeah. Is that the problem? Oh, wow. So gross. You nasty ass. So gross. And people were making it okay. Well, they all did. Because that's, I mean. That's a sign of the times. Yeah. That's all I, it is. That's what I had to keep, excuse me, I had to keep telling myself was it was very different times. But you also, so as a family, you also have to think as a family in that time period, if there was any public knowledge that your daughter was having a sexual relationship with someone else, mm-hmm. with a boy, or mm-hmm. s- not someone else, but, like, with a boy or a man, it was better for them to just go ahead and get married oh, and right. make it a yeah. make it a legitimate relationship mm-hmm. than her being a used-up person that was no longer a virgin on her wedding day. Right. When she eventually found someone that she loved. Right. Right? Right. So think of it in those terms as well. It's absolutely not okay. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. And it's gross. But that was the thinking at the time is, like, if people find out that my 14-year-old daughter was having an affair with a married 40-something-year-old man, Mm -hmm. we will be ruined as a family. Right. And her... Her chastity mm-hmm. will be ruined. She will never be able to find yeah. someone here. Our view from the outside, other people, is more important than my child's mental, mental well-being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, yeah, that's been going on since the beginning of time. Right. And that hasn't changed even today. Right. So that's just is what it is. Right. But there was a lot of that, too. Yes. Like, you were... If you weren't a virgin on your wedding day or whatever. whatever. Dude could have screwed yeah. 30 women, but if you matter. weren't a virgin, then yeah. you're a whore. If you, It's the Madonna and the whore. So, yeah. But there Wednesday. was a lot of that, too. And especially if he came with a checkbook and was like... Oh, I'm sure he did. I'll take care of I'll take you. Care of her. I'll take care of her. And if they weren't a well-to-do family in that area, mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah. But... I just, I feel sorry for ever. Like I don't feel sorry for him. He's obviously disgusting, but his kids from a previous marriage, his ex-wife. Oh yeah, like Tammy. That kids. That's ugh. Yeah. Just being like, oh wow, thought I knew this person. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. Okay. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. You're fine. It's fine. I just yeah. Okay, so <laughs> trial. The trial began for the murder of Tammy in November of 1985. Okay. Rex Moore would stick with his initial story that Tammy was trying to commit suicide because of the divorce. 
I mean, you can do that, but like, why? The, uh, when studies have shown that most women that take their own lives do it with pills, do it with pills, yeah, because it's less messy, messy, yeah. Why would yeah. a woman want to set herself on fire? I cannot. I mean, I'm sure there's anomalies, but why? There are there are documented cases of people self-immolating, but. And two, that is a horrifically slow way to die. It's horrifically you, slow. You cannot be in the right state of mind to want to do that to yourself. No. And she had just started this whole acting thing. She was just coming into her own. That's what I'm saying. I'm she's like, finding she, her life. She has the strength to file for divorce. She's feeling good about stuff. Like, yeah. how do you make the leap to? She committed suicide because of our divorce. Yeah. Like, she's the one who fucking filed for divorce. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. As long as we're on the same side, yeah, whatever. No, we are totally <laughs> on the same side. Uh, defense would introduce into evidence two typewritten notes from Tammy that they suggested were suicide notes. I could not find what was said on those notes. Don't know. That's but nonsense, that's, anyway. That's the story, and they're sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> Prosecution, however, would bring into evidence proof, proof of arson, as well as Tammy's final words. Investigators would tell the jury that the morning of the attack, Rex Moore struck his wife over the head, poured gasoline on her as she lay across the foot of the bed, in an angle. At an angle. Uh-huh. Ignites the gasoline. They said Tammy then jumps up. <laughs> yeah. And Rex struggles with her, catching himself on fire. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. Wow. He then is able to get away from her and put the fire out on himself in the bathroom. And then pours... More of the gasoline in the sitting room. Remember, the sitting room had the most damage and the gasoline can. Yeah. Ignites it, closes the door, closes the door to the bedroom, and leaves. (sighs) And then goes and asks for help, right? Uh Because he's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Yeah. The one thing I didn't... I didn't find anywhere is okay. His shirt's burned off. Obviously, did yeah. he have a shirt on when he went to get these people? Like, did he change his shirt? Like, nothing says that he came out, you know, half dressed. Nothing. Like, if you're on fire, you're gonna throw your ass in a bathtub. You're not just gonna like put the. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and you're if you have burns, you're not gonna take the time to put a shirt back on because yeah. that would be the most fucking painful. So. She's burned 95% of her body, but you have water on you? Yeah. I have all of the questions. No, I do, too. I did, too. Reading this, I was like, but. (sighs) (laughs) And this is why, this is why I love and hate 1980s cases Mm -hmm. right here is Mm -hmm. because the newspapers will report on some salacious shit that comes out during the hearings, but they'll also be like. Mrs. Smith, who wore her hair in a bouffant style. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. (laughs) Tell me what they said in the forensics report. Right. You know, like, tell me, give me a word-for-word account. Right. Don't don't tell me what Mrs. Smith was wearing. I don't give a fuck. Right. You know? So, 
I love and hate 1980s yes. 80s cases. Very little information. So there. So prosecution says this is the t- this is the order of events. Mm-hmm. He says, where did he say he was when she set herself on fire? In the bathroom. Just taking a 30 minute shit like men do or what i guess okay (sighs) okay all right whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever this is the part so i do i do love love reading the articles when they add very descriptive uh try and paint a picture of what's going on inside the courtroom right Right. and this part just made me want to vomit in my mouth a little. While waiting for the jury to return the verdict, <sighs> Mr. Moore was seen reading from a worn red Bible. Of course. Like, really? <sighs> you, Sura, will make actually good Christian people because we both know them. Yeah. You're what makes us not like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're just flaunting it just, just a to piece of shit. project an image. Yeah. Project all an image. Doing. You are, no. Mm. I know some good Christian people, and you sir, are not one of them. No. Put your fucking red Bible down. Yeah. No. Ew. It took the jury 57 minutes to come back with a guilty verdict for the murder in first, for murder in first degree, as well as guilty of arson in the first degree. Well, thank fucking God. Yes. And Bob Macy was the district attorney on this case, too. Of course. And he was, like, just all sorts of, like, this, he doesn't, he tried to get death penalty. Did Joyce Gilchrist fuck it up? I, it never said anything about Joyce Gilchrist at all. Thank God. Because I don't think, I, so from the Justia stuff, Uh nothing concerning DNA or anything like that um, was brought into question they did bring into question the firefighters um or you know the fire investigation like their expert testimony mm -hmm, yeah brought that into question and the judge was like um he's been doing this for years i'm going to take his word for it that when you see this little dollop of burn here that's where it was hi there's a fucking gas can yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so come off your bullshit with arson they even tried (laughs) so when he went to appeals he even tried to say that the doctor that testified that said she's completely lucid uh-huh. um, was giving this testimony as I'm probably going to get this wrong, Shan. So, um, like, correct me. But instead of it being this, it, a discharge summary. the The discharge summary, unfortunately for Tammy, was death. But there, there's yeah. always a discharge summary yeah. written up. Yeah. This discharge summary was put into evidence. Uh-huh. Okay. They were, defense was trying to say that they were showing private, it shouldn't be allowed that private hospital records be ad- submissible. Okay. But from what the judge was saying was this is considered a discharge summary. Therefore, um Doctors and um, healthcare industry workers needing to know any type of if it was if it wasn't a death right right 
later. Yeah, like what her treatment was done at that point in time in the hospital right. in order to refer to for down the line yes. treatment. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And that discharge summary would have said on this day at this time when doctor is doing rounds or whatever, mm-hmm. she's conscious. Mm-hmm. She is communicating via yeah. hand signals or neck movement or whatever. Right. We have been able to confirm that she is conscious and does understand what we're saying and is able to answer, just cannot do so verbally. Right. Like stuff like that. They asked her her birth date. She got it. She got it completely right, except for the day. She was born on the 28th and she said the 26th or something like that. But again, you're using sign language and trying to spell it out with a third degree burns yeah. on your hands. Yeah. But everything else, when they asked her multiple co- times, do you know where you are? Yeah. Do you know what's happening to you? And every time, yes. Yeah. Um, but they tried to bring into account that she had possibly had swelling on the brain. Therefore, anything she said um, while in the hospital shouldn't be submissible because she could have not been in the right state of mind. And nurses, doctors, family, they were all like... They were like, no, she was no, completely lucid. Completely she was lucid. horrifically burned, but yeah. she was lucid. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. He was grasping, grasping his straws. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. F- fuck all that nonsense. Uh-huh. He was sentenced to 35 years. Okay. okay uh, yeah. <gasps> is he out? Okay, sorry. Hold, hold, please. Hold. 35 years for murder? Mm-hmm. For setting your wife on fire? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. okay. So this is another thing that I wish I... Oh, God, I wish I would have had the article. I didn't write it down. I should have. There, They questioned the, juror, the jurors uh-huh. after. Yeah. And one of them said, we felt that the death penalty would be too traumatic for the children. The children are five and eight. Another one said, another juror, and I'm not going to get this 100% right, exactly what he said, but something to effect of, he just seemed to be a weird old man that wouldn't, that wouldn't be a threat to society or something like that. But they, Oh, well, I guess, God, he was damn near 60 at that time. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Sorry. I get it now. My yeah. bad. I I keep thinking of her as, like, this vibrant 25-year-old. He's fucking almost 60. Yes. So 35 years, essentially, is yeah, almost is a death 58. sentence. 58. Is that right? Yep. That would have been right if he married her in 74 at 47, or if they got together at 47, and then it was 11 years later. Yeah. 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 So 58 is when he killed her. In 1994, uh-huh. he did try for clemency after being diagnosed with leukemia. Uh-huh. A parole board member, and this is so shady to me, a parole board member made the motion to put more on the docket on nine years after being given a life sentence because of his deteriorating health. And I think usually it's 15. Is that right? That... I don't know the answer to that question. I believe that's what they said is like usually 15 is when you're first parole, whatever. Okay. The motion was approved Uh, and he was granted a parole hearing. Okay. 
okay? He shows up at this parole hearing walking with a cane, um, as they do. As they all do. Proclaimed his innocence yet again, stated that Tammy was trying to commit suicide, and asked that he be let out of prison because of the leukemia. Usually they want you to, like, uh, confess your crime and mm-hmm. say you've learned something yeah. from being in prison. No, he just wanted to, he wanted out because he had leukemia. Okay. The board member that made this uh, this initial motion to uh-huh. have him get you know to see if he could be given a hearing said she was surprised that he wasn't bedridden and was so lucid. So, like, who was she talking to? This was a woman. It, she was talking. She was probably dealing with the attorney. Attorney trying to. And the family. Yeah. Like, oh, he's dying. Trying to request a, a parole hearing. Mm-hmm. And the attorney was probably like, he's on death's door. Uh-huh. They soon learned that the leukemia was in remission. <laughs> okay. So Alrighty. clemency was unanimously denied. Yeah. The parole board was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. So this was 94. So in, I think I did the math wrong on this. So he ended up passing away from leukemia at the age of 75, like seven years later. 75 would be. 94, let's see. 75 would be 20, 17 years from 85 when he was 58. So 2002. Yeah. He died. Yes. In prison. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I feel good. I feel fine with that result. Yeah. 17 years in prison. <laughs> I do not feel conflicted with that at all. No. What What really got me is they were like, he, they, we want him to bring him home so he can die at home. The dude ended up living another seven years. Yeah. Sh- whatever. No. 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 <sighs> no. These rich people thinking they can just get out of prison because whatever well usually they can i'm surprised it didn't work for him yeah (laughs) yeah they were like "Mm, i think it was just such a heinous heinous murder yeah that's why i was like 35 years for setting your wife on fire yeah i mean yeah because if you found that he's guilty of first degree murder you found that he acted in some sort of heinous manner. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but 35 years, which again, if they would have done 35 years, you know, the whole 35 years and there wouldn't have been a parole hearing in the first nine years, um, that w- w- obviously would have been a death sentence for him. Right. Right. At his age. Right. But I'm just like, Bleh. that is bananas. I know. It's gross. Yeah, they had they had one friend testify that um, Tammy had come to her just days before her death, saying that she was scared of Rex. He had pulled a gun on her. Yeah, like yeah. And then this, because <laughs> who is this fucking guy? Because he's lost control of her. Right is the problem. Right, he has lost control of her. Right. I think too. I think he was having money issues. Um, there was an article. Oh, yeah, that was, was the an, 80s and oil and gas was in a slump Yeah, at some point during there. Yeah, there was an article that he declared bankruptcy not long after this trial and had to have 
a trustee in place to take care of the state and um, he'd file chapter 11 or something like that. So I think, I think he had a lot of things going on at once. Sure. And her like, oh, let me just be, you know, give you one more thing that's going to knock you down a couple of rungs. Yeah, but again, I will not really ever, which I'm not built for prison and I'm Same. not under the impression that I'm smarter, mm-hmm. that I'm smart enough to like beat the system. So maybe that's the problem, but I'm not, also I'm not optimistic enough um, that if I were to kill someone that I would get away with it. Yeah, no. I just, uh, no. I don't, I don't understand how that's your easy way out. Yeah, I don't either. You know what I mean? I really don't either. I don't either because if he's bankrupt, she's also bankrupt. Right. I mean, she's not going to, you can't, you can't get blood out of a turnip, right? Right, right. So if, if he's bankrupt, so is she. Yeah. And maybe they didn't have a prenup in place. I don't know if that was a thing back then, but. I don't know. It never said anything I'm just like, are, because with men, it's always like two things. It's always like, I lost control. I lost control of my wife. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. if I can't have her, nobody can. Right. Or I don't want to pay her. Right. I don't want to pay her alimony. Don't want to pay her child support. Not doing any of that. Yeah. There's also lies too. Like I got to get, I got to get ahead of my lies. Oh yeah. Yeah. The old shell game. Um, But still like. I just don't understand how murder is your uh, best shining option when you have an easy divorce path. I don't either. I just, <laughs> I don't, honestly. I've never understood it. I don't think I ever will. God, I hope I never do. Yeah, I no. just... It's, ugh. it's yep. insane. It's yep. craziness. So. Well. That Shan is my story. Shit. That was rough. It really was. And it it just makes me sad that there's, you know, stuff like that that happens. That this poor woman didn't get to have a childhood. And and then it, her adult life was taken away. Yeah. And so who knows quickly. what that marriage actually looked like behind yeah, closed no doors. There's like, no, no. I can't imagine being married to someone and going to high school classes at the same time. That's just, like, gross. Someone and, that has kids close to my own age you know what i mean yeah it'd be really weird but i guess that is what it is and she started having babies at 17 yeah yeah she should <sighs> that's rough sad stuff that's rough yeah that was a good one though thanks, i never heard of that yeah i hadn't either it's a good one good job shy thanks shan If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore fine underscore OK underscore pod.